BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ramble. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Pretty Basic. I am a little nervous about spilling this coffee on this couch. I'm not going to lie. It's okay. If you do, we have remover. It's okay. I forgot that you're here. Yeah, you can watch my favorite Amazon products video and you can use my link. Wait, is it the one that I already bought because of you? Yes. Yes. Have you used it yet? Yes. It's so good, It works great. I am so excited to be sitting here in studio. Our second episode here, just you and I. You know what's funny is after the episode went up, it reminded me of when we first launched the podcast. Like I was reading the comments. It was so cool to be able to actually have a place where we can say comment below. Like and hear people's thoughts on the episodes or even funny parts that like to us we were like was that funny and then hearing people laugh about like it's been so cool seeing your guys's responses obviously to everything and um, we're so happy that you're loving these video form podcasts as well and if you're still listening on spotify or apple hey we girl love you too. What what's up? up well today i'm very excited because i've been begging to do one of these episodes for so so long and we finally set up an email where if you ever have any sort of questions if you've concerns. got a concern yeah if something is going on in your life and you need some advice from two people who might not be the most qualified to give advice mm-hmm. let us know what's the email you can email hello at prettybasic.com and we will you know read your questions your comments your concerns give you some unsolicited advice oh amazing plug big shout out big shout out to my sister ashley and other roommate taryn renee they have a podcast called unsolicited advice where they basically do this format where people send in letters and stuff so we are copying them and you know what we may do another episode like this. Love you way, guys. Go subscribe. I'm really excited. Okay, <laughs> let's too, just, I'm nervous. just get into it. I think we should. I think the whole point of this is a lot of people look to us as big sisters or they look to us for advice. And sometimes I'm nervous to give advice because I don't want to say the wrong thing. I think that we should tell everyone to take our advice with a grain of salt. And mm-hmm. if you know you do take our advice though, and it works out for you in a great way, in a horrible way, let us know. Then exactly. if it works out great. Then exactly. it's us. And if it doesn't if work it, out, not then us. it was actually, you got it from an unsolicited yeah. advice. First episode, we obviously had to come glam. We had to sit very uncomfortably on these couches. <laughs> also, we both wore, crossed. I wore a dress. I did too. I was very aware that I probably should have worn shorts underneath my dress. So <gasps> I was very much like, don't move. Otherwise, no everyone will movements. literally see everything. <laughs> I did wear shorts, but I have chunky legs and I have short chunky legs. And I have little legs. So I was <laughs> sitting like this, trying to not move the entire time also, because I just don't know how to cross my legs very well so now I get to sit like this today and I'm so excited we're just comf and you know what this is actually I feel like this is how we used to always record our episodes oh absolutely we just make direct eye contact Mm -hmm. sitting on opposite sides of couches and just look at each other and fall in love oh and then you got a boyfriend (gasps) 
I think we need to tackle that in a later episode. We do. Yeah. I always like to brag that I'm a great third wheel. We can do a good. therapy session. Yeah, you can just lay on the couch. I would love that. And then Cal can come here and we can be like, so <gasps> what What can we do oh, to better this relationship? Should we all three do a truth or drink? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear that we're doing one tomorrow? I did. I may or may not have submitted a few questions. I haven't heard any yet. Okay. Can you give us a little taste? Maybe just one? Yeah, I was just thinking back to your first main outing as a couple my first time meeting him on a red carpet and I remember purposely like kind of being like oh I'm gonna stare at him the whole time he walks down this long ass carpet (laughs) do you think he noticed did you did he like make eye contact at all I don't know I was like oh nice to meet you like I remember being bitchy (laughs) yes you love being bitchy to new people I don't understand but what's funny is like it's it's just guys that my friends or sister specifically are dating but why (laughs) why do we feel the need to be mean because I get protective and I know that that's like oh that's cute I'm just like are you using her to get to a spider-man premiere call <laughs> you know yeah. were you planning on even going on another date with her but or- that's sweet that's yeah. sweet because i have love goggles on <laughs> yes. so i'm not going to be able to see so that is that's a true i don't know friend. it didn't look like you had the love goggles while you were strutting your stuff on the red carpet and he was walking behind so he wasn't in the way <laughs> <laughs> that was iconic well give me a taste what was the question so cal you know one of your first dates remy invited you to a spider-man premiere you initially had to work were you willing to get fired to go to this premiere oh my god because i think he was no i think so too <laughs> i really do think so <laughs> long story short go watch the truth or drink yes When's it coming out i don't know we'll see maybe in a couple weeks go check it, it out. may be like our truth or drink that never saw the light of day i know I forgot about that. Yeah, when are we going to do our truth or drink? You know, I even tweeted about doing a truth or drink with someone and all the comments were basically not before you and Remy do one. And, and I do I, understand that. I get it. I get it. Like, it's Why been, haven't It's we? almost been a year. I think it honestly took me months to recover of the fact that we filmed a whole one and then the audio wasn't working. So we got drunk for nothing. <laughs> I mean, it was a great time. Oh my God. That night we were doing karaoke, remember? Yes. And my vlog went up the yes. next day and it got copyrighted. And I was like, we're such good singers. We are the best singers. Clearly they thought we were Lady Gaga. <laughs> like clearly YouTube was like, Lady Gaga, this is copyrighted. You can't upload this because you're so good. Yeah. And I had to fix it. We still don't have a reason why we've never done the truth or drink. No, we don't at all whatsoever. <laughs> it's coming. I feel like now I feel pressure. I'm like, oh my God, it has to be so good. No, I know. I think that's why we've gotten scared to do <gasps> it. That's our problem. We need to just do it. It'll be amazing because we're a great time. We're a good time. Also, there were so many comments about people saying how they love seeing our dynamic. Do you remember when we first started the podcast and everyone hated us together as friends yeah same thank you for triggering my trauma yes 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 yes. no problem <laughs> it made me realize how if we came out with a video in the beginning people probably would have been able to see yeah. our dynamic together yeah. and that's on us that is on that's us. that's on us for not being smart business but women. you know what this shit is expensive and we saved money we did save. at the cost of our friendship we did save <laughs> actually at the cost of you my fans were coming for you i pitch <laughs> let's move on because my trauma is triggered again okay well How have you been? I've been great. The only thing is that last night, I was so lucky and fortunate to have been able to fill in for Miss Lore DIY Mm. on Wild Till Nine. Oh my God. Just Jer Bear Extraordinaire and I. (laughs) He said he didn't like that. So before I went, I was like, I need to be on. He has a normal nine to five. So I had to go late to go record. And I was like, I got to be on. I drank two cups of tea, half an energy drink at 8 p.m. Oh my God. Bitch. I was up till 3.30 a.m. in my bed this morning. Wow! <laughs> and so now I'm extremely tired. Oh, but no. please go send some love over on the Wild Till 9 episode because I don't know if I did a good job. I talked about Tinky and Momo and Daisy the entire <laughs> episode. 
<laughs> but I had a wonderful time. Jerry Bear was probably like, oh. He, he <laughs> did kidding. a few times say they're either going to love this or hate this. <laughs> but either way, I'm here What today. do you mean? You're Miss Remy Ashton. They're going to love it. Thank you so much. Please go send some love because I am a little Everyone, nervous. Everyone, I'm hate looking it. at you right now. Sound effects of like, brr. We're looking at you. Go watch that episode and comment. Mr. Miasha needs to host again. Okay. I will force you to. Thank you. We want Jer Bear to be shook. We want I, him to I be really like, do. holy, holy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. That's why I felt the pressure. You're a celebrity. I felt the pressure. He also came for you a little bit. <gasps> of course. It's he, fine. he did say he listened to our first episode and he was a little upset because Uh-oh. we did talk about our dream guests in the studio oh. and you didn't mention them. So you mm. can address the beef now. I'm sure he'll be watching. Let him know why. I did stick up for you, bitch. I did. I know you stuck up for me and this probably won't help, but... I stand by what I said. Oh my God, you bitch. <laughs> Dream Hillary Duff, then, Wild Till Nine. They're so close, but Hillary Duff is, is barely, barely over. I don't agree with that. I think we're all equal. And I did say that it's just because, you know, we're such good friends. It goes yes. without saying. It's implied without needing to be well, said. Well, and they, obviously they were my first dream guest, but we've already had them We already them had them. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so my next dream guest clearly is Miss Hillary Duff Hillary herself. Duff. Side note, Ashley saw her the other day <gasps> and I looked at her and I said, you didn't tell her to come on Pretty Basic? <sighs> I'm kidding. I did, but obviously I wouldn't expect her to do that. But yeah. Where did she see her? What was she wearing? What was she doing? She was at the gym. Is that creepy? I hope it's not creepy. Oh my gosh. Now she's never going to want to come on. No, she's a healthy queen who loves working out. We love that. That's great for her. Yeah. Taking care of herself. I was like, Ashley. (laughs) Wow. That's really fucking cool. (laughs) That's like the one person I'd want to see. Truly. I know. Well, how have you been? Oh, I've been pretty good. I feel like this week completely flew by. There's been a lot of parallel apparel stuff. The restock is tomorrow. So we've been trying to get so much done with that. I feel like I've been uploading so many vlogs lately and I even talked about this on my vlog channel how I don't know what clicked I don't know if I've just allowed myself to let go a little bit because I've been so busy with other things I noticed my vlogs were starting to go on the back burner like really bad you know this was a few months ago and I finally said you know what I've always had my vlogs be in a day sequence like I wake up good morning get my coffee go to bed like that's a vlog and I finally just said you know what I'm gonna film random shit put it together and make these vlogs because it's better than not uploading tell me why I haven't done that sooner not only is every Everyone loving it everyone's like wow you actually seem happy and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I am because Good. I feel like I'm, I don't have the pressure of like oh I have to film something I also I don't know if you noticed because obviously you watch every single vlog of mine because you miss me so much like premiere bitch I'm there for the premiere <laughs> I watch every time I even got rid of the specific date that the video was and um. I know I have always loved when people do that in vlogs but the pressure of getting comments of people saying this is so old blah 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 like just affects me and gets to me so I finally started putting the month so I put like July 2021 because I still want to be able to look back one day and easily see what day that was or like you know what time in my life that was in 10 years you know when it switches days it just goes another day I like that I actually did a vlog recently too and I know you watched it because you do watch my vlogs <laughs> I love her vlogs I'm not kidding <laughs> oh do you actually yes I do oh, well, thank you well, so not, much not every single one I, I can't lie sorry go ahead recently in a vlog I talked about how I also been doing just like the highlights of every day yeah. just because most most of our lives is just mundane shit, which is normal and it's fine. But I don't always want to show the mundane lives stuff. 
kind of mundane. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, sometimes I like to really like focus on the mundane stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just did a vlog of like laundry and cleaning the kitchen. Oh, my God. But if you you know what you're clicking, yeah. if you watch that. Yes. Otherwise, I love the highlights. I like showing the fun things and people seem to resonate with it, too. I also feel like since we've been doing it for so long, I don't want my viewers to ever feel like they know what to expect too much. Like it's the same exact vlog for years, you know. So for instance, I didn't bring my vlog camera today because I was like, oh, I just recently showed the studio and maybe the next vlog like won't show that keep them on their toes you never know what to expect Mm -mm. oh my god okay remember i told you about my period like two weeks after i had it yeah i feel it i feel it coming And I realized it's the spironolactone that I'm on because I looked it up. And apparently when you're on a high dose of that, it like one makes you spot like no other. Two, it also like makes your boobs all sensitive and shit. And I've been like, why do my boobs feel? What is spironolactone? It's for acne. Oh. My dermatologist put me on it and my endocrinologist put me on it. So it's actually doing like a few different things. And then also for the PCOS, like the mild, because I tried metformin and I blew up like a balloon. I'm not kidding. It hurt so bad. I was so bloated. Like I was like, this is not good. So then we switched and got on this and I was like, oh, that's perfect perfect my dermatologist was recommending it to me but I was kind of iffy about it let's just do it anyways long story short my boobs are sore my period feels like it's coming and now I'm like what the hell do I do I hate how there's there's always side effects every birth can everything it's so crazy and then yesterday I was like what the hell so I even tweeted I was like is anyone on spironolactone how do you deal with it blah 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 did anyone say yes yeah a lot of people said they were but they're also on birth control to help um combat like all the spotting and irregularness uh because I was like am I crazy I've always been regular why I just had a period two weeks ago now I feel like it's coming again like what the fuck so anyways that's that was me this week (laughs) are you okay I'm okay I'm okay (laughs) and then yesterday I was just down and not motivated and feeling blah and I was like that's hormones are not fun it just happens it's life it's okay Okay. other than that we've been great say it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay it's normal oh my god the other day i was so snacky and then i was craving pasta so we went and got pasta it was so good if you're ever in la you have to go to osteria labuca so i do love osteria labuca good i like it better than john and benny I've never had John and Benny's. I think you would like it better than John and Benny's. I think so too. It's more authentic. Well, on that note, today, I'm very excited to get into our topic that actually, you talking about with birth control, we do have like a question that kind of leads into that. Ooh. But I've been begging to do this episode for so, so long. I can't wait. We are doing hashtag ask PB. If you have any sort of predicaments that you're in, questions that you may have that you just want some advice on Mm -hmm. we are here to give you advice will it be good advice we're not sure but we will give you some honest answers you are free to take it free to not and if you have any sort of questions and things that you want to ask us maybe appear on a later episode you can email us at hello at prettybasic.com it'll be linked in the description and let's get into it shall we i'm living my childhood dream because this reminds me of the amanda show when she would read letters oh my god you're right Do you know what i'm talking about i love that pretty basic okay first letter Dear Remy and Alicia, first of all, hi. Hey. Um, (laughs) I want to stay anonymous. That was so Amanda Bynes of you. That's what she would do, right? Hey. Hey. I want to stay anonymous because I'm slightly embarrassed about my dreams and goals I want to achieve. LOL. I am 14 years old and I'm from Hong Kong, China. I used to watch Schoolisha a lot as a five- 
you're old oh, oh my, my god. god and i rediscovered your guys's channels in quarantine and i've been a stan ever since oh my god that's crazy so here's my problem i want to be a k-pop star i want to go to korea and train as a k-pop idol then succeed in debuting don't we all however the chance of getting in and debuting is really slim although i think i can do it because i will work hard to achieve my goals i still have other things bothering me for example i am a national team rhythmic gymnast and it would be insane to drop the spot just to go to korea for a couple of months and get disqualified mm. also if i do make it to korea and they don't choose me to debut I have nothing to fall back on and what if I did debut but k-pop will just be over by the time I debut everything is out of my control and I hate that I'm not sure if I should risk this or just stay grounded once again thank you so much for all the mental support you guys have given me whenever I'm sad I listen to pretty basic and you make me smile xoxo anonymous p.s. I'm an enneagram type three wing two if you're wondering oh what a cutie oh my god you want to go first <sighs> I mean I think we need to hash this out together okay. Ooh, that's a really tough predicament well one thing that stood out to me in this was how she said at the very end everything is out of my control and I hate that and I actually think that's something to really focus on because wanting control is something so me where I'm like oh my god I want to have control of a situation and that's kind of just life to not have control over things so I think it'll actually be easier to kind of come to a conclusion for yourself when you let go of feeling like I have to control this oh my god what's the outcome gonna be and just like relax and enjoy and have fun like you're 14 years old like you have the world at your fingertips you have so much time in your life and and you can do it all. And I know it sounds scary to like drop something and be a K-pop star. Maybe you've said that to friends or family and they laugh or make a comment. And honestly, go for your dreams. That's my advice with that. Or at least start training or doing things to see if you like it. You know, I thought I wanted to do acting and then I took an acting class and quickly realized I don't want to do acting. Like I, you know, maybe a little bit decent at it in some situations. However, that's not my calling. And that changed everything for me. And I think if, if there's a way you can do some dance class some like I know you're already doing gymnastics but just something to kind of get you in the way before dropping everything and buying a plane ticket and going to Korea and just seeing if you, that's something you really really still want to do I feel like I'm going to be very realistic yes. being a k-pop trainee is fucking insane have you heard or like watched I've heard a little bit and yes I think it's insane it's gonna be really 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 hard I of course hope that it works out for you but I do think I'm a big fan of pros and cons lists so I think that you need to sit down again you're 14 you're so yes. so young also I think it's really cool that you have all these aspirations at such a young age yes. but I do think you need to sit down also talk to your parents talk to sibling someone older in your life who maybe has had a little bit more life experiences so they can be a little bit more realistic with you too I think really weigh all your options and figure out whatever outcome it may happen and whatever route that you do choose you have to be ready for the worst mm -hmm. outcome from that you know if you do go become a trainee and you don't have anything to fall back on you have to think about okay well what am I going to do am I going to go back home am I going to go back to school I'm going to mm -hmm. do whatever are you if you're okay with that then I think hell yeah go do it that's yeah. amazing but also I do think that k-pop stars are if you do make it completely overworked and they seem so tired yeah and it's just like that's amazing. It's going to be so cool, but also uh, you it's have to be ready for that lifestyle. And butterflies, yeah. Exactly. I think another interesting thing too is, I know it's, it's not like this, but the way that you kind of presented it reminded me of like old LA Hollywood where you had to move from Louisiana and come to... LA and do these shows and da 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 and the way that the space is changing so much here like maybe you'll still be doing something with dancing or performing that you love but maybe it's not the road you think it's gonna be and I think that's something that's really interesting because the space is changing so much and who knows maybe even the k-pop industry will slightly change and you don't have to do it the traditional way that is happening right now reading this I think that you're very self-aware and mm -hmm. you're you know pretty much all the outcomes already I think it's just making sure that you yourself are emotionally prepared for whatever it is that you mm -hmm. choose but I really 
definitely do think it'd be cool to go become a trainee and know the work that you're signing up for but also you're really great at already obviously rhythmic gymnastics it can change i feel like in a year like take some classes do whatever you need to do and then in a year you may be like wow i'm so glad i didn't do that but you might as well you know try like you're 14 you have so much time that's so young but i i do agree like the k-pop industry it's so much like it's so have you much. watched the blackpink documentary no i really should jenny and lisa i think we're training together for like six years yeah six years just before they even got put in the group wow not just the start of the group like yeah. they were training since they were 14. well i i with that in mind like i see why you have pressure because you're like oh my god i'm 14 and even though we're like oh that's so young i feel like in your head you're probably thinking i'm so behind yeah totally well i'm excited to hear what you do you sound very talented yeah regardless so keep us updated okay dear remy and alicia so this guy i've been friends with since kindergarten we are both 24 now just recently got out of a serious five-year relationship i've always loved his company and kind of have seen him as a bro once i found out through social media he was no longer in a relationship i was thinking more of him so many little things reminded me of him we weren't as close since starting college and also due to him being in a relationship i kept my distance but we would still run into each other wish each other happy birthday merry christmas etc that was the extent of our conversation a few months after he got out of his relationship he randomly texted me that he wanted to take me out on a date at the time Time, I was newly talking to someone else long distance but wasn't really feeling great about it I really wanted to catch up with him so I told him yes and my plan was just to tell him about the other guy I was talking to and just figure my thoughts out but then a few hours before meeting up he texted me saying he doesn't want to lose me as a friend and admires me too much to ruin it he said he didn't have the best intentions when he asked to meet up and was still feeling sad he would just rather hold off and said maybe in the future we can hopefully meet up he just started medical school in another state and I cannot stop thinking about him but I've also never really had a true relationship so I don't think I want to do long distance on top of that I'm friends with a few of his guy friends friends who I hang out with and somewhat have a little bit of history with. Ooh. I've never had a true relationship before and people say I'm too picky all the time, but with him it feels right. In my head, lol. What should I do? Ooh, this is tea. Honestly, I had a few random thoughts like throughout this entire thing. One, I feel like that's such a dude thing to do to like like you were chilling, you were minding your own business and then he like hits you up and like detours you and you're like whoa I never thought of you that way but now I'm really thinking about you now I'm in my head then he like drops it which I respect him for saying my intentions were basically just to hook up and I don't want to lose the friendship but now he's like okay peace bye and now you're like wait I'm still down this detour and now I'm like what the hell I was doing so fine like I feel your pain on that I think for for females more so dating and love is so much more mental the amount of fake relationships I've I've literally had in my head where I think I'm dating someone and I act as if I know them and I'm like they've given me I don't know anything about them it was all in my head yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know if it's just a me thing a girl thing a guy thing but I feel like guys are so much more just focus on like one thing at a time like he was just like oh, I want to hook up someone I'm gonna hit her up where like now you're thinking of him in a relationship and you're like we're so good together are we soulmates it's hard because in reality even though you were friends you guys haven't had that romantic relationship yet so you don't even know if you are soulmates but why do girls do that I feel your pain that's basically all I'm saying so I don't know what you should do <laughs> <laughs> I will say I think the best thing you can do is just keep doing what you're doing you know like seeing other people dating other people like keep that in mind too if he was so wishy-washy being like let's do this let's not like He's probably going to do that again in the future. And you don't want to just be on your beck and call for him. No, I know. I don't know why, but I'm my like brain and my gut is like, you should go for it. I don't know, <laughs> you know why I'm that's thinking why we're, that. We could, yeah. Maybe, and then maybe 
they are soulmates and she's gonna be like remy we're married now i don't know i just feel like she should go for it i i feel like you should have a conversation with him and then that can help you either move on i don't like how now you're like for years you're gonna be like well what if you know no exactly that's what i'm thinking but if you've also never had a relationship before i will say don't think that this is the only chance you're gonna get like you're i'm talking to the camera (laughs) girl girl yeah like this isn't the only chance she's gonna get i think that's important for her to realize too i think i agree again with the pros and cons list i think you should weigh your options but but when you're comfortable with someone it's so easy it's so easy i mean i I, get that i do respect him for at least being honest about what his intentions were and that means that he at some point sat down with himself and was like you know what not the best idea Mm -hmm. i don't think you should like absolutely jump in with a relationship already i think also thinking is he my soulmate already like i do that often i used to do that a lot i feel like that is a bad way of thinking because that gets you way more invested than you need to be i think just think could this be a fun time if you're down for a fun time figure out what you want first also are you guys even like friends friends like i feel like a lot of people like i don't want to ruin the relationship but i'm like okay but like are you actually like close friends where you genuinely don't want to ruin that that's true also if you're only saying like happy birthday merry christmas that's yeah. pretty surface butt, level yeah. so like maybe if you're willing to take a chance and like i think we're- but now he's saying never mind so now she's stuck in this situation where she's like well shoot oh and now she wants it because she can't have it everyone wants what they can't have honestly guys are a little smarter than we think this also could have been him like like now like you're you're obsessed with him i don't think so i think he's i think guys are not that smart to be that manipulative maybe like some obviously but most i think i mean he sounds like a decent guy yeah i am glad he kind of stopped things but i get now you're just like well now i'm having dreams about him now we're married in my head and now you can't stop thinking about him if it were me i would put all my feelings out there personally i think a combo needs to happen if i, I got rejected say, like, you get rejected who cares even being like hey like where did that come from you know what i mean like yeah. it doesn't have to be like hey i want to be your soulmate or like hey like what are we blah 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 because obviously that can like just be a lot i feel like it's so fine to be like hey before we can like continue being friends i just need to kind of know like where did that come from she also said she doesn't want to do long distance i do understand that as well yeah take it lightly you don't have to worry if he's your soulmate or not just worry the best way to have that kind of awkward conversation is plan to be the one asking all the questions so then that way you're not sitting there like oh well i have feelings for you just be like hey where did that come from it felt kind of random so i was just trying to get in your head that's the best way to be not in an awkward situation is realizing you have the power with the questions you ask because then he doesn't have time to like ask you questions that's a really good point yeah so write some random and they can be light you know like tell me where that came from that's so it's so chill it doesn't mean you're obsessed with him you don't need to be like aggressive you don't need to be like hi can we sit down and talk about our feelings and hey, like, like define really the relationship up in person yeah. i really need to talk it doesn't need to be and then i guarantee he's gonna be all about you now and it's just this fucking game sorry <laughs> no it's true it's true figure out what you want girl and get after it if you don't want long distance then that makes the choice easy for you but i feel like you're very in between personally for me i'd go after it just to figure it out Ask some questions. Keep asking questions. questions. Keep being curious. Mm -hmm. You are in the driver's seat, lady. Yeah. Okay. Lady. Next one. I know you didn't have a name, so I don't know what to call you, but. (laughs) Okay, next one. I recently went through a breakup and a friendship breakup at the same time. Oh, no. That's really hard. Oh, my gosh. I also moved states in the midst of the pandemic, so I haven't had a chance to make many friends. My circle literally only consisted of my now ex-boyfriend and my ex-best friend. Mm. So it's literally just me now. I'm trying to find the positives, but a bitch has 
has had her days where she feels so defeated. Please help me find that inner bad bitch that knows she don't need no man or toxic friend. P.S. Love you guys so much. That's so hard. Poor girl. So you had a friendship breakup, a boyfriend breakup, and then you moved and now you don't really know anyone where you are. I think first of all, get on Bumble BFF. Yes. I think that's a great way to find friends. Oh my God. I have friends who have met friends that way. Same. It seems like a great place. Also, I think just a little advice moving forward, make sure that your circle is not only whoever you're dating and your one best friend. Yeah. I think it's important to obviously, and I understand circumstances, you know, maybe you just had moved to that new place and then that happened. But I think the fact that I'm sitting like this, <laughs> I think that it's important to obviously have a larger circle than just two immediate people. Yeah. I think that's one of the downsides to doing that. And even though you want to hang out with your boyfriend 24 seven like that, you just have to kind of factor that in. But obviously you can't go back. So I think just putting yourself out there and making new friends. I'm not kidding. Like one of my favorite things about breakups, whether it's a friendship or romantic one is you get this sense of confidence realizing that your life is still going on like you thought your life was over oh, you yeah. thought everything like how will I ever be happy again and da 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 and then slowly but surely it does definitely take time so I think that's the biggest thing but slowly but surely you realize oh wow I, I didn't need them in my life like I really thought I did I thought I couldn't be a human without them I thought I couldn't be my own person and now's your time to start fresh be like you know what what can I learn from the last two obviously there's two sides to every story you know like it's so good to have that self-reflection time but also realize like you know what you can't change it let's move on make new friends and you would rather have this time you're going to look back in your life and be so grateful for because you're going to be like wow I got to know my true self I grew so much I learned that I actually don't like going bowling and that's all we ever would do all the time and I hate that I'm never doing it again or whatever it is and I think that's just a really special time that you're in right now it's really hard but try to see the positives like you already are I totally agree we sound like broken records on this podcast because we say the same thing but we've learned from true personal experience that I'm sure you're going to have this moment where it's going to come to you when you're all alone you're like super Super sad about everything that happened which obviously totally understood but you're gonna have this moment where you come to this epiphany and you're like oh my gosh I'm okay yes I've gotten here by myself I'm gonna be fine you've already endured some amount of time without the ex-boyfriend without the ex-best friend you've made it you're gonna be okay people come into your life to teach you a lesson think about the lessons that you learned from these people yeah. and think about those great times think about the things that you didn't like about them think about that in the future when you meet new friends when you start dating around attributes that you don't want in a future partner future friend whatever it is and just really start dating yourself and have fun with yourself I, it's so much harder to do than it sounds but i think you're gonna be super super happy honestly. totally also like if not bumble bff social media friends are so much fun oh my god yeah instagram check out people in your area in a not creepy way people that have similar interests i love go to workout start. classes do something like yes, that workout classes i just i went to a dentist appointment and the reception girl i like hit it off with and we were talking for such a long time and I literally was like I would hang out with you like yeah go get your teeth clean go get your teeth you never know you might meet a new best friend next one dear Remy and Alicia I'm 22 and love listening to the pod Thanks, girl. Especially the big sister chat style ones lately. Thank you so much. I think a great topic for you guys where you reach such a large audience of young women would be STDs. Not sure about you guys, but growing up, I was taught how to avoid them, but not what to do if you caught one. There is a lot of shame, fear, and stigma around STDs that come from a lot of misinformation. Totally agreed. Two years ago, I had my own experience with an STD that I thought was incredibly unlucky. Come to find out it is incredibly common and people just don't talk about it. I struggled for a while to love myself again and went through a lot of therapy. I don't think I would have 
have taken it so hard if there was less stigma and fear around it, which comes from more conversation. I've been working with a doctor who specializes in women's reproductive health for the past year, and I've learned so much. I would love to share my story with you anonymously and some advice to hopefully share with your listeners so young women and men don't feel alone as I did. Thanks again for being such a great platform for laughs, advice, and not being afraid to be vulnerable. Love the pod and all your vids. That was so nice. Thank you so much. I completely agree. Mm -hmm. A few years ago, I actually did a campaign with the American Sexual Health Association, and it was called Yes Means Test. And I will be fully honest. I, when I got the deal, I was really excited because it is something that I feel passionately about. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I was casually dating, casually hooking up. And it's something that obviously I think that we need to be aware of. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to spread it and I was excited. But at the same time, I was a little hesitant because Mm -hmm. it is something that people don't speak out about about a bunch from the creator standpoint you're like oh i'm nervous like that stigma is there so you're like nervous but you're like but i want to talk about this but i don't know if how people will accept it and i i also hate that yeah i will say it was super empowering and the response was so great and that honestly has stuck with me the entire time the whole point of the campaign was to encourage people to get tested after having sex but also sharing the idea that if you do test positive for any sort of std it's okay it's mm-hmm. way more common than you think oh which my is god just what this girl said and there's so many different kinds so I think the stigma you know people are like oh my god they're a slut they're a whore blah 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 and I'm like fuck that the reason why this needs to be talked about more is because people don't know what to do I think the first thing that needs to go away is the judgment around it and the stigma it's so easy to catch it's so like more common I have so many friends who have struggled with different forms of kinds and I think that's like there shouldn't be that judgment around it and I think the number one way to honestly start that whole process is just by talking about it more and realizing like oh I don't need to be embarrassed by this you know or it's one of those things too where it's like it doesn't matter how you got it if you have it now you're like well now what like I can't focus on I shouldn't have slept with them or I also can't like make someone feel bad about like no like that's their own personal sex life like let them do whatever they want to do now what do I do today now we're here and what (laughs) are we gonna do now we have this what do I do what can I do I'm a big fan of researching shit like literally I'm so thankful that now there's a lot of like YouTube videos out there of people talking about things obviously like finding a gyna who you love and trust is very very important like no one should ever make you feel weird about that I agree I think also I feel like I don't really have much advice to give other than just talk about it with people you trust research it like don't you shouldn't feel ashamed I think that's my my main thing with this one I also am very aware that I'm not a doctor so I don't know how much like actual advice about it I can give but we'll definitely have some things linked in the description and in the show notes all of that because safe sex is a thing I know it's very cliche and no one wants to hear about it but it's very important like it's very very important and there's some people who now they have a disease that's with them for forever and I'm so glad those people are speaking up about things now but we can't ignore it and I hate 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 how there are so many people who think ignorance is bliss when it comes to this stuff because it's not you need to know what you're doing especially if you're you know super young and you're first you know exploring all of that like holy shit there's so much not not just getting pregnant like all of the the health and safety around all of it is huge so I think talk to someone you trust look it up research find videos I think what makes me really sad is that she struggled to love herself again that's what she said after she found out that she tested positive for whatever STD it may be and she ended of going to therapy for it and I think that it's not something to be shameful of it's I keep saying it's super common but also you had no control over that situation if the person that you got it from knew and didn't tell you that's really fucked up but maybe they didn't know and that goes into the importance of getting tested regularly I think after every person that you sleep with you should get tested whether you use protection or not just to be safe there's also other forms of contraception obviously not for STDs but birth control things like that so I think it's just important 
safe sex is great sex, but you can't. You know, you're not always in the best. Things happen. Exactly. No, and I know that. And I've been there (laughs) and I get it. I think there's so much shame around it when there shouldn't be at all. It's nothing we can control. So like, why are we, why are we making a big deal? Yeah, I think that that's the main thing with the story is shame can have such a toxic hold on you that lasts your lifetime if you let it. And I think there's nothing wrong with you there's no difference or anything about you like literally it's not like you change or there's something different or you're flawed or you're dirty now or anything like that and I know it's so hard to like actually believe that than just telling yourself but I hope you really hear that when like we don't see you any differently and no one else should either like there's so many things that are out of our control and yeah I think focusing on that shit I'm so glad you're going to therapy about it I think hope this helped (laughs) no I know and I think also at one point in my life I think that had I had an inclination that maybe something might be going on I would have been scared to go to the doctor which I understand it is a scary thing but as we said it's something that is most likely going to stay with you for a period of time Mm -hmm. sometimes your life depending on what it is so it's better to nip it in the bud now get the help that you need most are treatable I have a friend so easy and treatable yeah yes I have a friend that just recently was diagnosed with one and it's going to go away in a few months but she got right on it really quickly Mm -hmm. and you know, that's all that it took. And again, yeah. no shame. It's like a cold. She was honestly like, yeah, exactly. It's she like, d- just like a cold before it gets to pneumonia, like treat it early. I think that's the girl talk, man. Proud of you though. We love you so much. Thank you for listening. Pretty basic. Next one. Hi, Alicia and Remy. Love from India. Oh my God. We have so many fans from India and it makes me so happy. Like, Hello. I would love to go there one day. I would too. I'm 18 and about to start college soon. There's this college I got into that's really good, but far away from my hometown. My parents want me to go to another college, which is equally good, but close to where I currently live. I've been living here for 11 years and I would love to have a change of scenery, be independent and explore. How do I explain this to my mom? She thinks I want to go because I want to leave her. Any advice? Oh my gosh. That's really hard. That's hard. Bringing it back to square one. I think go to the college that you truly believe is best for you and your career and your life. And then of course, obviously these other factors do come into play. I also know your culture has a huge play in this too, of wanting to be close to your parents and supporting them. And I think I think the number one thing is just have an open conversation with her and don't have it be a screaming or yelling match because nothing will actually go through. Like whenever, anytime I'm trying to have a serious conversation with someone, I feel like you have to kind of preface that to them and say, hey, like this is something really near and dear to my heart. And I hope you hear me when I talk, maybe even write a letter so that way everything written before like side conversations get fumbled into it and it, it's getting off topic and stuff but I think sitting down and saying hey this is where I truly truly want to be and also you know you're wanting your independence and I think that is something that's so so important I stayed pretty close to home for a community college and then I didn't move out till I was probably 19 or 20 and I remember thinking that it was so old and honestly I actually loved my situation I don't think you need to have any shame for thinking well I'm 18 now and now I have to get out of the house like that's not it at all really just do what's best for you if you think that both colleges would be great for you then I think really just try to focus on the the college that's best for you and if it is the close one great if it's the far one have that conversation I think either way honestly have that conversation with your mom and say okay I'm really trying to find my independence and have a change of scenery you know I'm not going to be around as much I'm still here for you I still love you I know I'm getting older because I'm resonating more with, with the, mom, the mom yes than I am the daughter which I totally understand the predicament that you are in I think when I hear this I think that your mom is scared that she's losing you yeah and that's you know that goes without saying and I totally understand where she's coming from and I've done this a lot with my mom growing up and I'm start, I've you know I'm when I wanted to do things, I wanted to grow up. You're like, I'm 18. Exactly. Yeah. I'm an adult. I don't, don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. My mom always wanted to support me and do whatever's best for me. And I'm sure your mom wants the same for you. I think her own personal feelings are just getting in the way, which she's human 
and it's totally normal. If you can, physically take your mom to the school that you want to go to. Mm -hmm. Show her physically, this is why I want to go here. Moms are so, I mean, women are so visual too, but moms, I feel like anytime I show my mom something, she'll be like, oh, now I can picture you here. And she loves that. Yeah, I think that taking her there, showing her, explaining like, oh, well, I would love to study in this school. Mm -hmm. This is where I'd be doing like my study hall, whatever it is. And maybe she'll understand a little bit more and see the excitement that you have for the school. And I think maybe it could take her back to when she was your age and she was maybe going through a similar time Mm -hmm. in her life where she also was kind of split between like her parents and school, whatever it may be. And maybe she'll be able to understand you a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But regardless, I do think that you should do what's best for you Mm -hmm. and hopefully your parents will understand. Yeah. And I also think it is important to not just pick a school that's the furthest from your family. I think it really is important to find a school that like you love that you want to go to because you can still have that independence that you want going to a closer college to your family. I think that's something that sometimes distance doesn't change anything. Does that make sense? Oh, no. Like I went to the school that was farther from my family mm -hmm. because I wanted to get farther away. Granted, it was 30 minutes versus the 20 minute school, (laughs) but it was there were a lot of things I was 18. I was like, I want to be independent. I want to do my own thing. I want to go off my own. I went to the school that was farther, which was significantly more expensive, about twice the amount of tuition, dorm, everything that I had to pay for in the end. And I came home every weekend. Every weekend, my parents would be like, stop coming home. (laughs) You are not paying to come home every weekend. To Mm -hmm. this day, they still like to make fun of me for it. (laughs) But I really think figure out why it is that you want to go farther away. Is Mm -hmm. it because you do truly love, love, love the school or you just want to be away from your family? Because you can still be five minutes away and have your own independent life. Yeah, I feel like find that independence for you. And yeah, there are definitely pros to being close to home. You can do your laundry. You can have home cooked meals. So yeah, but I think having that conversation with her and really doing some self-reflection for yourself of why you want to go which college you want to go to if you can't physically travel there nothing works better than a powerpoint presentation but we love put your heart and soul into it also see if there's bloggers there and like see if you can see from their perspective what the school's like oh that's a good yeah Mm -hmm. that's a really good idea last but not least oh perfect period struggles (gasps) hi oh love this this is a question for remy hello (laughs) (laughs) so i'm 16 and have struggled with my period forever and haven't gotten it for over a year i went to the doctor like two weeks ago and got my blood drawn but i don't know what's next i know you had some similar experiences and i would honestly appreciate if you could walk me through what actually happened like when you had to go to more specialized doctors what they did to help you're honestly the only person i've ever heard openly talk about it so i'm really curious to hear your thoughts and experiences before i do it on my own love you Honestly, this is another thing that I'm I'm surprised here that people don't talk about because it is a normal bodily function mm-hmm. and nothing to be shameful of. And I am an open book here for you. So I personally, I think we've talked about this before, but I started my period in sixth grade. And when you start initially, it is irregular, correct? Right off the bat for the first few years, isn't it? When you first start your period? I think mine was pretty regular. Do people start and you're automatically regular? Oh, so I haven't been normal ever. Love that. (laughs) I thought I was normal in that regard. So I've always been super irregular. And I think it was when I was about 16 or so. And it became very irregular. I was only getting it about once every nine months, which pretty much was equivalent to like a year or so. My mom took me to the doctor at 16. And I talked to them and I let them know what was going on. They ran my blood. I think they gave me the statistic of 40% of women have an irregular period. Mm. Fact check me on that. I'm pretty sure it's that high though. So they said, you know what? It's super normal. You're 16. I wasn't sexually active at the time. I didn't become sexually active for a very long time after that. So they kind of were just like, you can be put on birth control right now if you want to regulate it, which you have that option. Of course, if you have your parents' consent, if you're under 18 or depending where you live, if you want to regulate it, you totally can. I decided, honestly, I didn't want to be on birth control. Actually, to be honest, my mom decided for me. She was like, I don't want to pump you with hormones if you don't need to yet, if the doctor's not saying so. I do think also it's important to get at least a couple 
doctors different perspectives yes. so I mean I only went to one at the time I kind of wish I had seen two I just didn't know at the time mm-hmm. at 16 that it's it's fine and cool to see two people so yeah I think it just varies based on the person I think go get some doctor's perspectives if you and your parents are cool with it and you want to have a regular period you can go on birth control I just also think that being on birth control for a very long time in your life also has negative I was gonna say I think that's something that's also not talked about too much is like the negative side of you know medications in any way or birth control because even though it's great you know obviously birth control is a great thing and we want to encourage people to have it it also if especially if it's the wrong one for you I I think my biggest advice in this situation is trust your gut and don't just or take whatever a doctor gives you because I've had plenty of instances like I said earlier where things didn't like mix well with me and I wish I spoke up sooner being like my body does not like this I need something else like you have that power like they're there to serve you and help you with your problems so I think just like have that power to be like hey I'm not feeling well on this and even if they kind of dumb it down and are like oh no well you need to give it time you can literally say like no this I'm telling you like something's wrong with my body like the amount of times that that motivated me to go get something done where like someone was telling me something and I was like no like I I'm not normal I'm sure same with you I had a birth control experience in quarantine Mm -hmm. where I was on a birth control and it made me absolutely depressed I was having mood swings I was having brain fog and it just wasn't working out for and me you're like I know I, everything in me this is not right it's like, not something's normal not good. it's not normal yeah. because I know what I'm like not on birth control yeah. and that shit's not happening and I told the doctor and she laughed at me and was like oh you're just really stressed about COVID and I was like girl yeah, I am, but it's not making me depressed yes. and having brain fog. Yeah. I know that for sure. And then I went to another doctor a couple months later, and when I told her what the doctor said, she couldn't believe it. Oh my God. She was like, what doctor would say that? And I was like, girl, I'm telling you. You're like, me. thank you. Obviously, you got your blood work done. I think that's an amazing first step. What they're going to do next is probably put you on a medication, and then they're going to want you on it for three to six months, and then get more blood drawn to see the comparison between the two. Apparently, my last appointment, I was supposed to have more blood drawn, and I didn't. I didn't know. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so I have to wait for my next period, which is coming any minute oh amazing um, but I'm excited to see if this new medication is actually making a difference or not it takes so much time and I hate it I hate how you have to wait like three months for anything to like see if it works but that's just all kind of part of it also I will say if you are looking for more of a holistic way like the amount of holistic things out there of like food literally is medicine like the amount of things that help with all of that like I haven't dove in too hard into it but food really can like help and especially if you have IBS or something like that like there are things to stay away from and things to gravitate towards so I feel like that's a very interesting perspective too if you want to take that route yeah I think that I immediately just go to birth control in my head because that's what doctors have told me before but if you don't want to take birth control if your parents are deterred away from the idea of birth control I think whether you want to do birth control or any sort of other maybe there's vitamins or some sort of supplements that you can incorporate into your daily routine again not a doctor but talk to your doctor and figure out what they think might be right for you and maybe there's a way to regulate it so (laughs) um I I had a call with my endocrinologist about a week ago and I had said like oh my god I'm having this regular period and I don't know am I am I dying am I pregnant like what the fuck is happening I was literally like what's going on because I researched it and everything led to being pregnant and I was like I know that's not true I was like but is that happening but I know that's not true (laughs) anyways she had said if at least nine of your periods in the year are regular it's nothing to worry about so you have wiggle room of like three periods or so because I was like okay that's good to know again can't relate but but for me I was like oh my god I've never had this but it was interesting but again 
take it or leave it. We are not doctors. We will have things cited below, but talk to a doctor. Also have other opinions. I was put on a shit ton of supplements like two years ago and that gave me more anxiety and I had no idea that could even be correlated. They were giving me way too much thyrosol and I was having heart palpitations. I thought I was dying. I literally thought I was having heart attacks. And then I went to an endocrinologist and she was like, whoa, like they misdiagnosed you. You need to get off of that. And it was game changing. So second opinions are amazing. But with that, don't forget to email us at hello at prettybasic.com. If you want to be featured on one of the next ones, you can leave your name or it can be anonymous. Either one. Thank you guys so much for watching. Keep listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And be sure to check out the video form on Pretty Basic Podcast on YouTube. Check it out if you haven't already. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.